Our Shield, funded by the Peer Action Collective in order to raise awareness for harassment in youth, focusing on our community, which is Southampton. Just a quick disclaimer, we are speaking sensitive topics, so please keep in mind some things may be triggering. We are not professionals, we are a group of young people. If you feel like you are affected by anything mentioned in this podcast, please reach out to support services that can provide the best assistance and help for you. We have an Instagram page at shield.uk with some support helplines. What exactly is cyberbullying? Cyberbullying can be like when either one person attacks someone online by like either messaging them bad things, commenting on their posts, blocking them, or it can be a group of people collectively doing it. Yeah. See, I don't think blocking is cyberbullying, in my view. It depends, I think. No, it's like when a group of people block someone so much that they get cancelled for no apparent reason. Because if I block somebody... I block someone because I don't want to talk to speak them. to them yeah. because I don't so I don't trust myself as such. It's or, the fact that I know if I stay in that situation, it's not gonna make me happy, it's not gonna make them happy, so why stay in that environment? And then you've got people mm-hmm. who go through friends to get to that person, then your friends will block them as well. Because yeah. you're quite I think friend groups are quite united. If you go against one of them, they see it as an attack on all of them. Unless you're toxic and then the attacks within the group. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like with blocking, though, if it's a group of people, like if one person blocks you and then the rest of them block you, that's excluding you, which is a form of cyberbullying. Yeah, I think as well, it's very like important to look at the different apps as well that we have that I think influence people to act in different ways. There's Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Yubo, yeah, Yubo. like Facebook, Twitter, everything. But I think celebrities and famous people have a part to play as well. Yeah. Because if you notice, if your friendship group goes and says, oh, I don't like this specific person, do you feel comfortable enough around them and go, well, I actually quite like them? Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, That's in your friendship group, but you've got friendship groups out there where they won't. Because you feel like you have to have the same opinion as them. Yeah, to be included. Mm, Otherwise, you'll just be excluded and put, kind of marginalised. Big English words there. So we could talk about how Instagram and how, like, you've got, like, a help button but then it doesn't actually help. Yeah, because then also with TikTok, there's the age that you have to be to get it, but then most younger kids just put it as a different age so they can go on the app, but then they see stuff that they shouldn't be allowed to see. They've changed that now, haven't they, though? They've done it. So for you to be verified with your age, you have to show your passport, or you have to stand with your parent with a whiteboard saying your name and age. Wow. This reminds me, at school, for my English speaking, obviously you guys know, I did the social media PowerPoint. There was a statistic on there about cyberbullying. People said that Instagram, 42% of people said that Instagram was the worst for it. Really? I wouldn't expect that. 42%. I think Snapchat. Yeah, I I thought it was Snapchat. but I thought it was Instagram to be, no, TikTok. Yeah, TikTok's bad. Because you see like a funny TikTok, but then you go to the comments and it's just like people like just... Slander. Yeah, and yeah. you can find as well that people kind of like follow like a group of people that bully. They don't kind of have their own thoughts. They just see that someone's like slandering someone and they kind and of they just do. follow through with it and they, yeah. they don't have their own opinions. They kind of just like... On comments on TikTok, you see someone saying something and they're just people adding and adding yeah. and adding on to it, which makes it worse. I know. But then what I like about TikTok though is that the creator can limit the words. So they can say, okay, this specific word cannot be commented, which I think is quite cool. Whereas... Snapchat, once you've sent it, it would be it would disappear in 24 hours. Yeah. Unless like you TikTok's save it. slightly more censored. Yeah, I think Snapchat, TikTok's more censored, but it's come away from what it was. It used to be about a group of people having a bit yeah. of fun, having a dance. Mm. Whereas now, I don't think it's for young people anymore. That reminds me of Yubo, how it like it's supposed to be 
like to find friends and like people from like all across the country and stuff like that. But it's kind of turned into a bit of like a team dating. Like my friend downloaded Yubo and she was just like going across it to make new friends because obviously she was new to the area. And then literally for about five times in a row, 35 year old men. Yeah. Wow. We had this with 17 year olds. Yeah. 17 year olds kept popping up. Yeah, and they were like, I was like, shocked on our profile because we they, we had the app because we was like, we need more friends. Like, <laughs> yeah, even just socializing with new people, yeah. it's good for you. So we was like, okay, let's socialize with new people. And then on your profile, it should say your age. So we put our age, yeah. and then someone goes, How old are you? <laughs> okay, it's fine. You might not have seen it, so I'll tell you my age. Let's go, Oh, I didn't know that. Look on my well, profile then. They still continue to like be a bit like kind of weird, even though they yeah. know they're older and that we're like underage. Mm. Yeah. And then you've got obviously people catfishing. Mm. So you could say that cyberbullying is dangerous in that sense of who you have access to talk to. Because obviously yeah. with cyberbullying as well, there can be catfishing. Yeah. You could say, I think. I think this comes into the debate is, is about technology. Has technology actually helped with communication and things like that? In some ways, I, I think, think it's made it. It has helped in some ways, but then in others, it's made it worse. I think it's all just influence. Like people kind of like are influenced by the wrong things. Hmm. It's like the Andrew Tate <laughs> scandal that went on, where all the boys were just like, "Oh yeah, this is amazing." Following what he does, it's down to personal preference. Yeah. The problem is, is as young people, we're still not fully educated about certain things. Hmm. It's like when it comes to voting for next prime minister. We're children. We don't hear much about politics or any yeah. of that, which. I actually think should be added into the curriculum, but, you know, potato, potato. And <laughs> the fact that then you get 18 and now you can vote without no background on the party you're voting for, often or not, you will vote for the party who your parents or your friends vote for. And mm. that's, I think, similar with following on social media, bullying in social media and everything else that influences our lives. Yeah. It's like a new trend of food. Yeah. It's like a trend, like, we can't have our own minds. I feel like people feel like they can't have their own minds. It's like, do you remember the pepper challenge? Everyone was trying this really hot pepper and there was a video of this person forcing someone to do this pepper and they kept on, I think, what's the word when you keep, like, bickering it, calling them a chicken and things like that? You're kind of... Insulting. You're insulting them and belittling them. And so they felt like they had to do it, but then they ended up in hospital because it literally burnt their tongue. Yeah, Yeah. because the whole thing with what you're saying is it revolves around a psychology theory where everyone conforms into groups yeah, and everyone just follows, like the people around them and what they're doing rather than have their own ideas. See, I think we're quite lucky in the way our school is because there's not many click groups. A lot of schools have click no, groups, yeah. whereas our school doesn't really have... We've got our little groups of friendship groups, but we all know each other and friendly to each other in yeah. a way. Like, we do have our arguments. <laughs> but like, then it gets sorted. But it will get sorted. We sort out within ourselves because, you know, we can. But a lot of schools have their click groups and you've got, obviously, the popular boys, which... Isn't called the boys, by the way. It's the boys, and if you don't call them the boys, they get quite insulted. And then you've got obviously the girls, and then you've got obviously the group that people call like nerds, which yeah. I don't quite get that group either. Like, and then you got the emos. Yeah, but why is it the like the whole nerd thing? Why is that an insult? I quite like the fact of if I could exactly, I got a higher IQ than you. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna get a better job than you. So why insult me? Yeah, it's like. I don't think IQ tells you, like, how smart you are. No, Do you think the like, click groups are formed by social media, though? Do you think it influences it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. How? Because what you post on social media is how you... So, for example, if you are posting about all your holidays, 
right? Mm. And that's what the first thing people see. Because when you first meet someone, you're going to search them on social media. Mm. And you see that uh, all on these holidays, you're going to be like, they look cool. They look like, quite frankly, I think money plays a factor into it as well. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, so they can't go into the smart group because often or not, it's viewed that people with more money as children aren't as smart because they haven't got to earn nothing. So They have more money than sense. Yeah, I don't think that's a fact. I feel like that's just how each, every person is different. But so then they go in the group of the girls. Yeah, mm. and I think that influences people as well to kind of start bullying and harassing and picking on people because they're not a certain way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because like obviously the popular groups in our school or schools around us, you see how the popular girls will pick on others just because they show that they have a personality yeah. rather than the popular girls just following what other people are doing. But as well, I think it's all a bit fake of what is posted on social media. It's a bit of like... It's a facade. Yeah. Big English words. Big English words. Yeah, it's like we saw it in our school, didn't we? So we had, obviously, the popular girls in year seven. Once that group fell apart, we didn't have click groups. We didn't have the whole... The bullying weren't as up there as what it was. No, because we have different groups now. We do have different groups. There's the five-minute rule. So you don't judge people based on stuff that they can't change in five minutes. This is what we were talking about yesterday. Yeah. For example, like, if you see someone with a stick in their hair, um, (laughs) (laughs) you can say, oh, you got a stick in your hair, don't have a mouth. But then if you see them, like, with acne on their face, like something that they can't change, you don't put out. <laughs> yeah. So we was, yesterday, I, I remember seeing this, we were at the library revising. And so obviously, that's not how most people spend their days. But quite frankly, we have tests coming up, so we've got to. And we saw a group of boys coming in. Mm-hmm. And so they were hiding. They saw, they, they wouldn't walk into the library. So I was going into the library. And they wouldn't walk into the library while they saw a group of people from their school walking past. Because it's not seen to be... It's seen as not cool. It's not seen as not cool. Why should we change what we have to do? That's just bad. It is. And it's, well, if you want to do well, that's good. You know, you've got your priorities straight, especially this far into our year. But you've also got the whole aspect of how am I going to be judged? How am I going to be perceived? Because you want to be perceived as... I don't think it's about good versus bad, because quite frankly, it's like the whole... It's the good qualities of your personality. Yeah, kind of. But I think people think that if I'm seen doing something that has been labelled and stereotyped as uncool, am I then going to be bullied for that? Mm. You could also say if you're being bullied for something like that, say you were being bullied because of like the way you dressed or something, and then someone was bullying you because of that, that could lead to things like anxiety if you mm. don't want to leave the house because that's how you dress all the time. That's your style. That's your outlook, your personality. And then you leave the house and people are making fun of you for it. You get, like, mental health disorders from being bullied and stuff like that. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Like, Mm. I would rather dress, like, certain ways, but I don't because I'm too worried to because I'm scared. Like, for example, when I go into town, I'm I'm scared to dress a certain way. This is why I dress like this. I I know exactly what I mean. Because I'm too scared that people my age and people who go to my school are going to judge me and be like, well, why is she dressing like that? That's a bit weird. That's not, like, how I dress. That's weird. Mm. Because it's seen that way. I remember in primary... So I was year five, so I was, must have been about eight. I was walking to school and I was wearing, you know, those big puffer jackets that all of a sudden come in style. I'm a bit angry about this now. Thinking yeah. about it, I'm angry because I had one of those puffer jackets in year five because I wanted a puffer jacket and I knew it'd keep me warm. And someone, right, made a comment saying I looked fat in it. It was a snowy winter and I refused to wear that coat. And that's the only coat. And my mum wasn't like loaded. So we couldn't get any coat that actually like was warm. 
enough. So she said, well, you just wear that. So every time I'd walk to school, she'd carry my coat because she knows I'd get cold. But I refused to put it on because I thought I looked fat in it and I just refused. I was freezing that winter and it was snowing. But now it's coming to style. Puffer jacket. That is annoying. I was bullied when I was like eight. <laughs> eight. I was eight years old and someone bullied me about coat. It's very funny that bullying happens a lot in school. And if it's not in school, it's still revolving some way like in school. And I don't think that schools actually do anything to like no. prevent it. They do restorative practice, which is put you in a room, talk to each other. I'm yeah. sorry, once we leave that room, when we're no longer in front of a teacher, we're going to be bickering again. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or it's the, the fake, like the posters that like, we have in our school, or probably most schools actually, that say like, oh, like we, we do not condone bullying. bullying. Yeah. But how is that going to stop anyone from being like, oh my God, I'm going to stop bullying now? <laughs> Because the poster's told me to not do it. Who, uh, who can do They're just going to be more secretive with the bullying so the teachers don't think about it. Mm. They're like, oh, it's banter. And then like the teacher would be like, okay, yeah, that's fine. But it's not banter. Exactly. Everyone has a different banter level. I feel like there's a line and a lot of people cross that line. Because this is what I said to someone. I said, don't make a joke when you first meet someone because you do not know where their boundary is. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people know my line when it comes to bullying, but especially when it comes to appearance. I think once you cross yeah. into the appearance line, that's just like proper. It's like the whole family. Why would you bring family into an argument? Because mm. people, when you get bullied, they go for your family. It's probably because they feel insecure about their own. But I don't like that excuse. That's mm. not it's an excuse. It's just not an excuse. Yeah, there should never be a reason for someone to bully and to belittle someone to the point of they don't want to go to school, to so the education that they quite frankly deserve. They don't want to go out. They have mm. no social life, which leads to so many factors. Because it's like now it was shown that because of bullying and harassment and things like that, so children's mental health today is the same as someone in a mental asylum in the 1950s. And that's a proven fact. And nice. it just shows The how- fact that I'm not even surprised by that, because I was like, oh yeah, considering nowadays, like it's not even surprising. It's not surprising, but that should be the case. Mm. It's, it's a vicious circle, isn't it? If you've got someone that's bullying someone... And then that's like what they become used to and they don't see it as wrong. And then they end up like raising kids to do the same thing. It's not really going to solve it's the problem. It's like how harassment's normalised. Yeah. If I had kids, which quite frankly, I don't, not in this world and day. But if I had kids, I would want them to have a better life than what I had. Yeah. I was bullied for eight years. Not everyone thinks that way though. Like, I know. If you've but... got someone that's like, if they bully a lot of people, if there's like this really like deep rooted into them, like that's... Just their personality, which is it shouldn't be. I'm not saying I'm not condoning it. I mean, sometimes bullying can stem from what they've seen at home, like domestic abuse. See, but this is what I don't quite get is that so I was bullied for eight years. I have so much family drama going on. And my mum's always said, no matter what happens at home, you don't treat people with disrespect. They haven't done nothing wrong to you. And if you need help and if something's happened at home, I feel like a lot of parents do make the schools aware of this. So a lot of schools now have school counsellors. So whether it's happening at home or at school, if there's one little thing that's out of behaviour, then they should see a counsellor. It was like a couple of weeks ago I was in school and I basically popped off and the teacher goes, well, I'm not going to put you in isolation or nothing because this isn't like you. And I just started crying. If I'm going to be totally honest, I just started crying because I was tired and everything was getting to me and I just didn't want to be in school no more. And that's it. So obviously our pastoral leader came and spoke to me and she was wondering what the root cause was is. And you know what? It's really nice to actually speak to someone because no one checks in on us. Yeah. We're in one of the most important stages of our life. We've got our GCSEs coming up and no one checks in. 
I know, especially teachers. I don't know if this is all right to say, but like, I don't think teachers understand as well. And it can come across as if like they're kind of not bullying, but like harassing. Like teachers kind of play a part in it too. Yeah, it's like in maths when you tell the teacher, oh, I don't have the motivation because you're really tired and really drained from everything that's happened. And then the teacher's just like, well, you have to do it. And then you're just like, yeah. But I don't have the motivation. I can't. I just keep pushing. Yeah, it's just yeah. about persevering. But it's like a teacher says, are you okay? Okay, if I say no, what are you going to do? You're going to make like, me sit yeah. here, explain myself, which will get me upset, make me feel worse, and there's nothing you're going to do to have to fix this. Well, they ask you if you need like a minute outside or something. What is that going to do? I'm sorry, a, a minute, minute outside is going to make me it's overthink. Like, this whole thing that schools are doing to try and help is making us more independent to try and deal with it, which yeah. makes it worse. But schools haven't changed since the industrial period. So we're in a world now where we're school's always been about employees instead of employers, right? So I saw this thing. It's like the telephone evolved from 1930s to now. Big difference. You see the same thing with everything from music, cars. But if you look at a school from the 1930s, it's identical almost to what it is now, except instead of a chalkboard, we have a projector, which I think with the world evolving, schools need to change. You've got different types of students. I'm an independent learner. I do better when I can read something through and obtain it that way. You've got people who are listeners, people who are visual learners. So it needs to adapt. But if you don't adapt... It's when some students want to sound stuff and some don't. And the teachers will basically call you dumb when you don't understand it. They but can't you act le- like call you dumb. They yeah, use another way to do it. Yeah, exactly. But you learn different ways. So think- it's not really your fault if you don't understand it. This comes into, do we think teachers are bullies? No. I think they try their best because they don't know. Like obviously, everything's constantly evolving and they're not our age, so they don't know exactly how we would think. But then there's also the whole factor of... So teachers are told they've got to keep a professional boundary, right? But if you're working with kids and they've got a lot going on, right, and they're downright crying in your class, right, and obviously there's still got to be a professional boundary, but if there's a point where you need to ask them, like, okay, do you need help and stuff like that, Well, there was this thing that came around that teachers can't ask if we need help. Instead, they've got to go through things like pastoral or safeguarding team and they have to approach the children. I heard this happened in a school. A lot of kids, when they cry in school, they go to the toilets, don't they? They isolate themselves and the toilets are the only place to isolate themselves. And there was this girl who was in a school and she felt like she just needed a minute. She didn't want to cry in front of her class. So she went to the bathroom. But the schools have locked the bathroom. They literally put a cage in front of the bathroom and only opened them when it was their break time and lunch time. This reminds me the other week, right? I was having a really bad, like, day. This was in drama. I hate drama. I was in drama and... Is this about the chair on your head? Well, no, I'm not talking about that story, but, like, my teacher basically sent me outside and I went and spoke to our school counsellor. But I didn't want to go speak to the school counsellor because I felt like I couldn't. So I went to the toilet and I just sat down and had a good cry. Sounds sad, I know, but I did. (laughs) And then I had one of our pastels knocking on the door and telling me to shout at me to get out and stuff like that, even though... They could tell I was crying and I was just a bit like, well... Way to make me feel good. Yeah. Way to make me feel a bit better. But as well, it sounds a bit like basic, but I think some people need to like... Like, this is just like people in general, not not necessarily teachers. I think people need to actually seriously like think about what they're about to say and how they're about to come across and like think about how it's going to make someone feel. And I know people are told that anyways and it's basic or whatever, but like actually deep it and like think. That's why there's the um, minute rule. What you're supposed to do is before you say something, if you think for one second you're, you have to doubt yourself, you're supposed to jump up and down five times, do five turns, stop a minute, think for 30 seconds, and then put yourself in a position. If someone said that to me, how would I feel? Because apparently jumping up and down and swirling 
puts your like mind distracted for it just makes a your second. blood flow faster and makes your brain think more yeah and it's just that extra minute of exercise or like something your brain's got to coordinate makes you rethink it all yeah which i think is quite interesting from my perspective so i think when someone asks this has no relevance but when someone asks you like how like if you're okay or how are you or whatever they do they actually really want an answer? No. I feel like no, they do it for their own like, validation. They yeah, do it it's to just, like... It's like a custom nowadays to just be like, oh, hi, how are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? But yeah. not actually say how you no, feel. because you feel like you have to say you're okay because it's not like their problem. But like, really, are you okay? Do you remember like, you know when you're in class and teacher went you walk out, so you just got to sit down and cry by yourself. And then all of a sudden you've got people that never speak to you or they're the people who actually bully you. And they go, oh, are you okay? Why are you crying? Yes, sorry it and me. trying to hug you and then you're just like no it makes me cry more yeah because you just get agitated you, it's not just agitated you're like you've done this to me and now you want to ask me if i'm okay when you probably know it's you schools need to somehow i don't know what at this moment in Evolve. stage step up but and do something there needs to be i think bigger consequences for bullying because i know now that if you bully someone and they then commit suicide, it's now an offence. So they'd be the person who's responsible. But why should it get to that stage for them to take responsibility? Yeah, it should be an offence before that. I think so. It's like, I think racism's become an offence now, isn't it? Or it is an offence. So I think bullying needs that level of responsibility before it gets to the extreme. It's, It's different on your situation, I think, because like, if it was me, for example, I would speak to you about it. I'd probably speak to like you, my my friends or whatever. But I think it depends because a lot of people feel like they can't speak to their friends because for whatever reason, or they can't go and speak to a family member for whatever reason or things like that. So like definitely school needs to step up. It's relationships, isn't it? Yeah. Because we've only been friends for about a year. Yeah. I speak to you about anything that goes on in my life. It's a level of trust. Yeah. It is trust. And I don't think a lot of students don't trust their schools no more. No. I feel like schools are failing us because why is it we're always told about our exams and exams and exams. It's not about our mental well-being, it's about exams. They will talk to us about our exams and then a second later they'll be like, oh, there's posters or... Like a form. Yeah, like, like a, a form yeah. for mental health. And I'm like, but will you actually read the forms? Yeah, it's kind of belittled in a way compared yeah. to like how we do in school. I don't think as well, it's just like counsellors, right? A counsellor, because I don't want to go to a counsellor and say, look, I need help, I'm struggling, Yeah, everything's getting to me. Because then I know they're going to speak to my mum and I don't want my mum to have something else to worry about. I think if it isn't my problem, I should fix it. I should know how to fix it. One of my little cousins was getting bullied and he didn't realise he was getting bullied until he told me about it. And then he was like, oh, it's okay, I'll just deal with it. And so many kids nowadays have that independent mindset that they should deal with it because they don't want anyone around them to think or worry about it. Yeah, I think this is a problem with the youth at the moment is that we feel like we've got to take on ourselves because we don't feel there's anyone there for us. No, especially because we spend a lot of time in school. It's impossible to trust, I think, anyone in the school environment. It's quite hostile. But it shouldn't be that way. It should be like, because we spend a lot of our time there, it should feel safe. We should be able to go and talk to anyone. Talk to someone that you trust. It could be a friend, family, or even a trusted teacher. Just speak to someone because it will help rather than keep it to yourself. Or even if like you do feel like you're independent. Write it down in like a diary or like a journal or something. See, I I like the whole diary idea. I did that a couple years ago, but 
I can't say go speak to a friend. Well, I could say go speak to a friend because that's what I would do. I'd go speak to a friend and we would always have a nice rant about it, which makes me feel better for now. But, but I won't say go see a teacher because I wouldn't do that and I don't want to be a hypocrite. No, it depends on the level of trust that you have with people. Some people will go to a teacher and tell them everything because they think of the teacher as like a parental figure in a way. But then if a teacher does something, something bad happens. But also, it's important to consider as well, like places like No Limits and stuff like that and like just researching kind of... Places like helplines, like local helplines and stuff like that. Because yeah. we're quite lucky, we have no limits yeah. nearby, and then they come into our schools and lunch. And we also have youth options. Youth options, yeah, that's a good one. They came into our school a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. they're now in our. They it's have an evening, didn't they? Yeah, they come every, Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, every Monday Tuesday or Tuesday. Afternoon. Tuesday afternoon, and they always have like, I think it's like snacks, like biscuits and like a hot chocolate or something. Yeah, and activities to do. This is what I'm saying. If someone gives me a cup of tea, I could gossip their ear off. See you next time.